0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the excellent podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of regular show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host Josh and with me today is your other co-host Jason.
1: Welcome back to the show, everyone. How you doing, Josh? Uh
0: was wasn't the last time I was dying.
1: Uh yeah, you you had a sore throat. Uh how how, how has that been?
0: Oh, uh, it's been It's been better, but I feel like it's coming back, but I have water prepared just in case. For some reason, I feel like I
1: always have a cough, even if I'm not sick.
0: So I was talking to uh, one of my... I was talking to my manager about this because apparently a lot of people, not just at work, but everyone uh, else has been getting sort of the same uh, symptoms. It's apparently not COVID, but it's like um you're you have a sore throat like you have a stuffy nose and yeah. it, and apparently everyone has been getting that lately <clears throat> what i think it is is the fact that it's the change of light like really cold weather don't don't mind that voice no. crack <clears throat> so the when covid was going around it was always hard
1: for the winter season because usually when it gets cold outside the common allergies are a stuffy nose, a sore throat, and a cough, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that just happens mm-hmm. to be the same symptoms as COVID, so it was kind of hard to tell—is uh, it COVID yeah. or am I just having allergies? Um, for whatever reason, this winter season or this fall season has been terrible for the flu. Uh, I was—I was sick earlier uh in october as i believe i mentioned that last time on the epi- uh, last episode and mm-hmm. everyone around me is getting sick like so many people called off work this past weekend and i know people who are like uh like elementary school teachers and they said that yeah. their entire district is sick like all the kids are just getting really? sick yeah my little brother was sick like so it's it's terrible like i when i was sick i um well i had to go to work sick which that always sucks and then yeah I was walking home, and I passed by a CVS, and Mm -hmm. I saw there was a sign on the door saying that they were walking flu shots. I was like, dude, screw this. I'm feeling terrible right now, so I will get my shot right now, and I did.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't think I have ever gotten a flu shot, at least to my knowledge. I may have gotten one when I was a baby, but... I feel like I
1: I rarely get flu shots because flu shots are an annual thing. You have to get it like every like fall season or something like that. Mm-hmm. And sure. I don't ever remember getting it like ever, but I, exactly. I did this year. So there
0: you think you just like when you fall asleep, your parents just somehow have a needle stashed away and they just <laughs> jab you in the arm with it every time you go to sleep.
1: Yeah, probably. And speaking of shots, there is a new updated COVID booster shot, which is the the fourth one. What? What? Yeah, so there was uh if if you got Pfizer or Moderna, like the OG shots, you had two of those. I like, yeah. so you got your first shot, then two weeks later you got your second shot, and then you were considered mm-hmm. fully boosted or fully vaccinated. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and then once the Delta update came out, they gave out a booster shot and that's what I got so currently I have three shots right now but now there's a new new booster and that's the fourth one that's the one that's uh that people are starting to get
0: do you uh do you carry around your vaccination card
1: um I do not but I do have a picture of it on my phone somewhere if I ever need it
0: okay so so technically you still do carry it yeah all right no cuz I'm only asking because we're talking about it and I'm now I'm curious if nowadays because it's been at least 2 years since the start of the pandemic and slowly at least I think last year late last year maybe it yeah. started to get better So and because of that I don't even know if people start are carry it around with them anymore Damn I, like just, I just I just I
1: Woo! No, sorry. Wait. I just took a sip. You're right? I just took a sip of a drink and accidentally dribbled a cold ass freaking liquid onto my chest. Right now, I'm nice. My room, my room, my room, it, 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 my, room my room's kind of hot. So I and I just got back home from work and it was actually kind of hot out today. That's another thing. I don't know what why, it? but it's pretty warm for November because tomorrow's going to be like what seventy five
0: degrees. Let Let me double check with you. Um, yeah. Supposedly, well, today the highest was seventy. Tomorrow is seventy six. Yeah, for some reason, I I don't even know, but it, it's a weird time we're living in.
1: It is a weird time we're living in. But uh, as for today's oh. episode, what's up?
0: I was I was gonna ask you something because it, you posted on your uh, uh, story. You met Eminem.
1: Yes. Yeah, so today at work I met Eminem. So that kind of fits it- with with today's episode wrap it up
0: what was it actually
1: eminem yeah he had his uh his cap on with the hoodie over it and everything
0: slim shady
1: the real slim shady
0: marshall mathers
1: (laughs) yes yes
0: was his daughter Haley with him uh no
1: but his entire team was are you you serious do you do you believe that i met eminem today I kind of don't, because it's like, it's so... What? Guess what? I didn't.
0: I fucking knew it. I'm like, wait, wait that, that can't be true. Dr- why the hell so, would he go there? No. Yeah, no. Why the hell would he go there? It
1: was so random. So, the reason I, I posted that on my story as a joke, I just posted on my Snapchat story saying, like, I just met Eminem at work, and so many people from, um, uh, from my work... Slid up on my story being like what are you serious Why am I not there and the work Group chat blew up like Everyone was typing <laughs> on it My manager texted me From uh, from downstairs Saying like is Eminem really here or are you just messing around Because <laughs> I guess the word got around And it got back to the managers And apparently I mean, yeah, When this whole thing blew up they were in the middle Of like a corporate meeting with like all of like The higher ups oh. and then they
0: started to talk About it uh do you? I'm. Did, I'm. I'm not gonna be surprised if you get in trouble for it.
1: <laughs> nah, it, it was funny. Our managers are really chill. Um, All right, then that's fine. And but the reason I posted it is because I work today was super slow. We're officially in our slow season, and uh, I yeah. was I was just straight up bored. So I posted that for fun. Uh, you know what? What made me think of it is because uh, I was I watched today's episode. During work mm-hmm. to take notes, yeah. as you do. And mm-hmm. I started to think of, like, rappers because of the episode. And then that made me think, like, oh, hey, I'm going to post about Eminem on my story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
0: reason... All right. Well, now that we cleared that up.
1: <laughs> the reason I posted about Eminem is because, uh yes, today's episode, season three, episode nine, is called Wrap It Up. I but <laughs> I wanted to ask you who are who are some of your favorite rappers
0: Uh, I think I know your favorite one I mean there's one that's in this episode the other one he's not my favorite but I do like some of his stuff Uh, let me let me let me let me check my Spotify really quick if that'll fuck up my recording hopefully it doesn't okay Uh, Jack Carlo as of recently it's cool okay
1: I feel like I want to start listening
0: Uh, to. him Jack Jack Harlow's not bad. I, I'm pretty sure CJ was into one of his songs like a lot. Doesn't he have like a TikTok song? Pretty yeah, I would I would say so. Um, mm-hmm. way back that way back, I think his his uh last album, The Kid Laroi. Right. Uh, one of his yeah. Then there's futuristic. Who I used to listen back in 2016. So not future, but futuristic. Yeah, futuristic. I mean, okay. future is also pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Drake, would you consider KSI being one? I, when I said that I knew one of
1: your favorite rappers, I, I said that it was KSI. Yeah, is a rapper.
0: Mm-hmm. See, okay. It's not good. A lot of people,
1: did you say he's not good?
0: It's not, it's not the best.
1: Yeah, I mean it's obviously there are there are people out there who are better than JJ, but my favorite songs mm-hmm. by JJ um Down Like That is definitely by far one of my it is my favorite song by his that, Down Like That is awesome. Um,
0: Eventually I'm making a Florida playlist and that's going to be one of them.
1: Yes. Um Yes. I also really love Lamborghini his <laughs> Oh like yes. The, the Golden Standards. <laughs> No, that's that's a pinnacle uh, see wh- what i hate uh what people like to say about jj is uh i um th- i had this i had this one friend one time and i we were okay. just like playing music um and we were like queuing up songs and i put on some i think i put on wake up call and my friend was like okay. you know I my friend was like you know i i kind of hate that i'm enjoying this and i'm like what what what's wrong with it And he's like <laughs> I I just I just don't like that KSI has a career in music, and I'm like, why? And he's like, he's why? a YouTuber, and I'm like, uh, okay, can, can he not be a, a a music creator at the same time? And he's like, no, he he's he's a YouTuber. He's always been a YouTuber, and that's what he should stick with. And I was like, okay, aren't you a fan of Childish Gambino? Yeah, and I was like, you know, he started as a YouTuber as well. Technically, yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Oh my God! Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, I feel like people don't take JJ seriously because he started as a YouTuber, which isn't entirely fair.
0: Uh, yeah, but if anyone can learn... If, okay, think of it this way. Most musical artists didn't come out or weren't born as musical artists. They started out from basically nothing. Right. And then they worked their way up to where they are now.
1: Yes, exactly. So my favorite rappers, my my favorite rapper is Post Malone. Ah, have you been to one of his concerts?
0: Ah, uh, no, no, I haven't. What I wanted to what go. Of, what to of my his... managers did? Oh, they went. Yeah, the, the, he went to. Uh, well, technically not one of his, but I think he went to Lala Palooza a couple, at least a couple years ago. Or uh, I forgot when he came. The, in. La-
1: the last time uh, Post Malone was at Lala was last summer which then, i yeah, that one i really should have gone um because i was planning on seeing him this year at Lollapalooza, except he All didn't it. perform and i was mm. completely disappointed i remember i was in the middle of lecture in in the uk when the lala uh setlet or lineup came out and i immediately mm-hmm. started looking for post malone and when i saw that he wasn't there i was like what the hell <laughs> so i didn't end up going the lineup freaking sucked this year but th- that's besides the point rappers um it, it did yeah uh my other favorite rappers are um i i don't listen to him like regularly but i i, I really like chance chance the rapper Ooh, yeah that's
0: another one uh Fuck. fun, fun he-
1: fact uh so as you may know chance the rapper is uh is a chicago uh, native, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have a friend from high school who works at like a, I think like L A Fitness or something, and she mm-hmm. she's like the reception, she's the front desk person, and mm-hmm. she she like checks Chance in when he comes, and because um, huh. it's the gym that he goes to, and there was this one time where um she since she's the reception she has like access to like everyone's like all the members like info and stuff. She yeah. found she found Chance's uh phone number and saying like, oh my gosh guys, this is Chance's number and posted it on her Snap Story. Oh my god. And CJ swiped up being like, I'd probably delete this. (laughs) This, Yeah, she probably should. You could get in trouble because this is like really abusing your power. I'm pretty sure there's some legality to that, but yeah, she deleted it. Um, Good. Other rappers I really like, uh, Lil Peep. Lil Peep got me through freaking hard-ass times. Um, Didn't he die? He did, yeah. Damn, OD'd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i also uh speaking of that i also kind of am i want to start get i english i want to start getting into juice world because a lot mm -hmm. of people say that uh if you like post malone you'll like juice world which i could see it i see that yeah the thing about me if you if you couldn't tell by like the people i'm listing i like rap where it's like laid back and chill and vibey um yeah other like I'm a fan of like Tyler the Creator and like Kendrick Lamar and Josh Gambino. Um
0: mm. but good choices, all good choices.
1: There are so they all have like the same kind of type of rap where it's like, you know, that you, you could like, you could like drink to it or something. You could like kind of like yeah. chill, um, but there are rappers like like Future, for example, where it's like they're more of like the hardcore like upbeat uh, trap beat type and like uh, i'm not mm. i'm not
0: really into that you know yeah i like that but the they are vibe. they are good for parties
1: Yes, yes, I will put on, like, like those, like, more hardcore, and I, I say that I don't like hardcore rap, but then I say that Lamborghini is one of my favorite KSI songs, so. Dude, it, dude it, you can fucking headbang your, yo,
0: your head to that on a Monday morning.
1: I remember fucking when I first heard Lamborghi- Lamborghini, because I, I was at work, and I just put in, like, my music, and I was like, here, I actually haven't listened to any KSI? this was a long time ago i'm gonna finally listen to ksi and lamborghini came on on shuffle and i'm like yo what is this song holy shit (laughs) it was it was awesome we should probably
0: move on to the episode now like we 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 can get into like a whole deep discussion about rappers
1: season three episode nine of regular show it's called wrap it up uh, this episode was written in storyboard. Oh, it keeps it skipped. Okay. <laughs> uh, we I keep open going. up. We open up at the park snack bar. Um, there's a lot of uh customers there. Uh, people just like hanging around. And then a guy at the front says, "All right, who's next? Who thinks they could take on the legendary crew crew?" And then um. His whole team behind him repeats saying "crew, crew." Um, so as we could see, and as you could already tell by the title, this is like a bunch of rappers hanging out in the park. And this one guy, this one challenger, walks up to them, and "crew, crew" says, "Oh, looks like Big Trouble's back for more." And it's this guy that he's like dressed in like a like a, a sideways cap and like a hoodie over it with the bandana, and um. We'll talk about this more, but you could kind of see with, like, the character design that um, the creators really, like, dove into, like, uh, like hip-hop and rap culture based on their outfits. Um, there's uh, also a huge 80s reference, like, throughout this episode, because uh, they're all, like, wearing, like, like chains and, like, uh, baseball caps and, like, high-knee socks, and they have, like, flannels and skateboards, things like that. Um, so... Rigby calls to Mordecai because they're they're the ones working the snack bar, saying, "Dude, another battle's about to start." And then they uh, they all come to watch. And then the lead guy in Crew Crew says, "Man, this dude is back every week." But then uh, the challenger, well, what was his name? Big Dog or something?
0: Big Big Trouble.
1: Big Trouble. He says, "Nah, I got y'all fools this time. Hit it." And okay, so. <laughs> You you guys have seen this episode. You guys know that there's a lot of rapping in this episode. So me and Josh talked about this. I'm going to try and wrap all of these for you. I'm not going to do good at it, but hey, we need to explain the episode, so that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, you're more so, musically inclined than me. That, that's why I suggested that I that I take this over. But y'all, y'all better be watch out, because big trouble trouble's on, on the mic now. now. I knock all of oh, yeah, your lights yeah, out. With my verse, y'all be cursed, exploding on like some fireworks. <sighs> and then... <clears throat> Sorry. Everyone is... It's just... <laughs> I, I said that I wasn't going to be good at this. Um, no, I'm
0: talking about, like, his line. It
1: was so bad. It, it, yeah, it was bad. And as you could see by, like, all the audience, everyone... Everyone's just staring at him. Like, nobody's getting into it. Big trouble. Like, he probably thought... He probably, like, spent the whole day writing this, like, five second verse thinking that he was like hot shit that he like oh no nah, I got y'all fools this time but no one got into it at all so the, the lead guy we haven't heard his name yet but his, his name is Big Alpha um, he calls his friend Blitz Comet to say, like, hey, Blitz comment, show this fool how we do this. So, they start the beat again, and uh, Blitz starts saying, Blitz, Blitz comment on the scene. You step, step to me, and you're me and gonna get creamed, corn. corn. All, all up, up in your teeth, teeth. you reek. You're the opposite, opposite of the cheek. cheek. you freak. Your rems are like antiques. Nobody wants them. They, they throw don't them don't all away. Rotten, the away. rotten from the get-go, your brain is on delay. Matter of fact, yo, you better get a check Go ask the doctor why you be so ugly from the neck. Up. Oh. Everyone says. And then right then and there big trouble like he kind of goes Psh, and he just walks away and uh mordecai and rigby also say oh so right there we have wait a minute two two o's for the episode oh
0: i only wrote down we, one
1: I, I think i ended up writing only one but as we could see um after after tyler finished the entire uh the entire room said oh and then after <clears throat> mordecai and rigby said an additional "O." Oh, Mm -hmm. so hold on I gotta edit my lunch times because
0: for people that haven't seen or don't obviously know two of the people in crew crew are voiced by actual rappers Tyler Uh, you named one Tyler the creator and childish gambino uh there's actually three three fuck I so
1: I haven't heard of this this other one but so yes um uh Blitz Comet, the the guy in the purple is voiced by Tyler, the creator and you you could tell that he's Tyler because he's like wearing purple which is like his signature color and uh, Mm -hmm. he also has his his tooth gap as, you know, they call Tyler uh, Tooth Gap T so um, that's him and um, he also actually voices Big Trouble so he was kind of rapping himself he was dissing himself? He was dissing himself. So yeah, Tyler Crater voices two of those guys. And then um Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, he's Alpha Dog, who's the lead guy in Crew Crew, the guy in the plaid. And with a lollipop. And then the third person is MC Light and she is uh Demolition. Oh. Yeah, the, the the girl on, on Crew Crew. And we are we're about to get an introduction in a sec when uh mm-hmm. when we see what happens. And then uh the other two people in Crew Crew uh they're they're not voiced by like any big rapper. Uh super cool stuff that they were able to get like these
0: big names in there. Yeah, real quick, have you heard of Donald Glover's stand up? No, I haven't. It's okay. First off, uh the jokes he makes were obviously made to be funny at the time that they were okay. they were said so don't hold it mm. up to today's standard but okay it it still is pretty funny when one day well, I'll have, to, have, have to check to it out. show you yeah
1: okay so we keep going uh crew crew is kind of like celebrating but then all of a sudden pops comes out of nowhere saying like excuse me and then Mordecai and Rigby are like uh what is pops doing and then pops while crew crew is celebrating, he goes up to them and says, A hug can be the most wonderful thing. Two arms wrapped around you like a mother's wing. But we're so selfish when we are blue. Doesn't a hug deserve a hug too? Thank you. And then everyone's staring at him. Donald is like, yo, what'd you say? No, no, no. Hold on, man. Are you trying to step up to us? And then Pop says, I'm just so excited to hear some fellow poets... And then, uh, and then he adds on saying, like, I thought I'd come you come to you in the celebration of rhymes. And then Donald says, Nah, 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 nah. you're not celebrating nothing. Yo, B-Tron hit it. Uh, B-Tron is the guy that's like manning the the radio, the boombox. Yeah, crew, crew's, crew's coming, coming at ya. Say, say it twice, twice. Don't forget it. it. Y'all better catch, catch up to where we're at. You bet. You're behind the times. Can't compete with dope Rhymes. So you better say your goodbyes. goodbyes. We got Francois, Blitz, Comet, Betron, the Jersey Kid on the you beats. You know we, we rock like Demolition. Demolition. The dopest girl on the mic and Alpha, Alpha Dog about the, the truth. My verses be all nice and tight. So now you know who we are. Crew, crew is the crew shining brighter than a quasar. But you're bizarre. Yes, you sir, of a loser. So cover up Keep that future stone and head back home, and take, home and take your poems. And then everyone says, Oh, and then calls him a loser. And Pops is embarrassed. Dude.
0: Uh, would would that be considered a third O? I mean, even though it's uh, I, from I... the crowd, uh, and and O is an O.
1: It's it's written in the subtitles in the yeah. script. So yeah, I I put that down as another O. Yeah,
0: Well I am. Um we'll, we'll get to it later, but I, I I think I'm a bit off.
1: So far, I only missed one O, which I because I didn't realize there was two. Mm-hmm. Um, so af- after after. Pops gets called a loser and he starts to cry. What happens?
0: So Mordecai and Rigby see uh, Pops get absolutely demolished by Donald Glover. Mordecai and Rigby run over to Pops and Mordecai asks if Pops is okay. Pops explains that while he appreciates their poetic skills, he says that he is not a loser. But Alpha Dog comes in and says, you look like a loser to me. And then Tyler... Chimes in and says like yeah why don't you go back home before he starts crying some more which then uh mm-hmm. he he laughs and still calls him a loser crew crew starts laughing Mordecai tries to walk pops back home but pops is resilient he comes back to Donnell and says like no I'll have you know that my verse has won many a competition but then Alpha Dog laughs so does crew crew laugh because they really don't take pops seriously. Even Pop says, you don't believe me? Then I challenge you to a competition tonight. Alpha Dog corrects him, said, so like, y- you mean a rap battle? And he says, like, if that's what you're calling it, then yes. So this entire
1: scene of, like, uh, just, like, everyone, like, crowded, like, around the park and, like, getting into it. Um, it's episodes like this that probably led to kids, like, trying to a- attempt rap battles at middle school lunch. Yep. Um. I just remember sitting at lunch and all the kids, like 20 of them at the same time, doing that basic beat at lunch. And then, um, like, the entire lunchroom would, like, look over to see, like, what's going on. And oh, boy. obviously, like, n- no kid back then was, like, good at, at like, throwing rhymes down. But it was mm-hmm. fun, you know. It It's very nostalgic. And, like, I... I look back at like middle school kids that like think they're all like cool and stuff and they're they're like getting all like into it like um because like having the pressure like of those like loud uh like beats with like everyone and like everyone's looking at you and everyone's like listening to you like like say whatever that it, it feels cool but like I was never one of those people because I can't freaking freestyle for
0: shit. Yeah, neither but. can I like most most of the time I uh like to write my stuff out rather than try freestyle
1: yeah we always say that regular show like had an influence uh like whatever what happen in regular show would most likely be seen at the uh at the the lunch table the next day which is fun most definitely um so after the crew crew uh tells pops like oh yeah we never back down so it looks like we'll be seeing you tonight and then they walk away being like you going down you're gonna get yours buddy um we're left alone with Pops, Mordecai, and Rigby. Um, Mordecai says, All right, Pops, we can't let you do this by yourself. S- and then Rigby says, Yeah, those guys are going to walk all over you. And Mordecai says, Plus, we know way more about the stuff than you do, so Rigby and I will wrap with you in the battle. But Pops says, Really? Our own crew. Good show. So we clock wipe back to the house, and um, Mordecai, Rigby, and Pops are rehearsing in the living room. They dressed Pops up in like this. His This little, like, hip-hop rap uh, outfit, get-up. He's wearing, like, these fresh new kicks. He has, like, a red hoodie on, and he has, like, a, a sideways cap, a snapback on. And they're teaching him, they're teaching Pops how to rap. Mordecai says, all right, here's how you battle. Rigby, show him. And then Mordecai starts the, the beat for him. He starts the beatbox. And then Rigby is saying, Hey, Mordecai. Oh, I mean Mordecai. Didn't mean it to diss you. Please don't run away and hide. Saw you sobbing at the movie. A very happy bride. Here, I'll pass you a tissue. Try a house male pride. And then Mordecai says like, you see, Pops, it's easy. And then Rigby continues saying, Cause the ladies don't like your sensitive side, like Marco, for example, but I guess it's implied. Mordecai is like, okay, dude. Then Rigby continues saying, "She just won't get with you. She not gonna get what you. Not gonna get which you. Never gonna get with you." And then <laughs> Mordecai's like, "Okay, we get it." And then Rigby's like, "I'm just keeping it real." And I like, I like how th- this is like a funny bit where Rigby just uses this opportunity to just roast the absolute shit out of Mordecai.
0: If only, um, if if only uh, someone, or at least one of us, could have that kind of skill, but we don't. We just yeah, actually, just say like, "Hey, you're fucking dumb," and that—that's th- basically it. Yeah, can rap, it. dude. Rap, I, I rapping if... someone or roasting someone with rap—that's a—that's mm-hmm. art.
1: If I could, if I could, like freestyle and just like make a diss track on the spot about someone, mm-hmm. I would. But I'm just not. I cannot do that. I might be. I may be a musician where I could play like what's already written, but freestyling and now I cannot like improvising. uh uh-uh. Uh.
0: How long do you think it would take you to actually like write out a diss track,
1: and actually like
0: and actually like like how it's uh, was it written?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I've yeah? I've written a diss track before. Oh lord! Oh god! Um, I actually I think um this was back when I was working at the radio station. Uh, I think I wrote I because at the radio station we had shifts that consisted of like three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, and within my entire shift, I wrote a diss track, and um, I put it to the backing track of one of the epic rap battles of history. <laughs> okay, and I, I, I did not hold back at all. I went oh, full throttles.
0: Do I? Do I want yeah. to know who? You, uh,
1: it was, it was, <clears throat> the, oh, it was like right after. Okay. It was right after all that was going on, and <laughs> I wrote an, a a huge diss track on him.
0: Oh dear God! And it was funny. Jesus.
1: It's 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 really good. Honestly, like I I ended up uh, wrapping it to to CJ, and she was like, "Damn that that was that was you went hard."
0: Do you still have it by chance?
1: I do, and I will I will send it to you. Thank you. Okay. Like, they continue on. Um, Mordecai says, "All right, now you try it, pops." But then Pops says, "But he's just making fun of you." Mordecai's like. Exactly, that's what you got to do. Come on, give it a shot. So Rigby starts to beatbox, setting up the beat for him. And then Pops kind of stumbles. He tries to get in and he's like, "Uh, um, no, I won't do it. And he kind of takes off his cap. And Rigby's like, what? Come on, you said you wanted to win. And Pops says, being negative and hurting someone's feelings is no way to win a competition. The power of poetry lies in expressing the beauty of everyone around you. And then uh, Rigby says, like, what? You're not making any sense. And then Pops says, come, I'll show you. Um, I don't know what Pops is talking about because diss tracks, what what Pops just described was a diss track. And diss tracks are a huge part of, like, rap culture Mm -hmm. and the entire genre. So hurting someone's feelings and, like, roasting them is exactly what rap is all about. So this further proves that, like, Pops really doesn't know what he's about to get into, you know?
0: He's more of the positivity <laughs> aspect of rhyming rather than, uh, I guess, you would say, like, what other people uh, like to hear.
1: Yeah, so, and we could see that in this next scene. So we cut to... Uh, outside, where pops, uh, he brings out the what is it called? Uh, 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 I
0: want to say Victrola. I wanted to say Victrola so badly, but I'm pretty sure it's something else.
1: Um, oh gosh, this just shows like how like Gen Z we are. He has like a, a gramophone. He has a gramophone. There That's what go. it is. Thank
0: you. Nice. He
1: has a he has a gramophone and he starts playing this little like harpsichord track uh, behind him and he starts to like. I guess this is still freestyling. He starts like, recite poetry on top of it. What is this place, this magical field? It's wide and it's open. Nothing's concealed. It's scenic and peaceful for us to enjoy. Why, this is the park. Good show, old boy. Mordecai and Rigby are like, hmm, not bad. Yeah. Pops continues, a place of great beauty for plenty to use. It inspires us all. So go spread the news to man, woman, child, or begging cowboy. This is the park. Good show, old boy. Mordecai and Rigby are getting into it and he's like where is this stuff coming from? Yeah this is awesome The key to this place puts a smile on your face. It is the people that it does employ Why this is the park. Good show oh boy And then uh, Mordecai and Rigby join him in for that last line. Good show oh boy. So they're starting to get into it too and then uh, Pops comes and like hugs Mordecai and Rigby while they're reciting poetry Um, Real quick at 452 Mm-hmm. When Pops is hugging mortar and Riggs, do you recognize this shot right
0: here? Um, is this the thumbnail for? Uh, wait, no. Oh, no, you're close. Is it the thumbnail of the show when you click it on Hulu?
1: So on Hulu, um, the thumbnail for a regular show is a picture of Mordecai, Pops, and Rigby, just like uh, smiling and having fun like in the field, um. This is that shot right here at 452. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, or maybe it, not exactly like 452, but like this no, no, no. scene all right here. That's where it comes from. So that's a cool little note. Uh, we watch regular show off of Hulu, so I'm not sure if that applies to like HBO Max, which I believe is the only other place oh. to watch regular show. But um, it's a pretty cool note that, uh, is worth mentioning.
0: It, it, it's weird because I had this... Um... When we were, since we watched Regular Show, I had I just remember that JG Quintel also made Close Enough, and I completely Forgot Mm -hmm. about it, because I haven't watched it So, was it a Mm -hmm. couple Months ago, maybe, I tried looking Up on HBO Max If Close Enough was On the streaming site Apparently, they took it off Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, okay, interesting, well, I do know That Close Enough uh, is ending Did you know that?
0: Yeah or it did, it either ended <laughs> or it did. I have no idea.
1: Um, it's they're currently uh, airing season three, and um, after season three ends, uh, close enough will be uh will be ending, which mm. is pretty sad. Uh, I I haven't watched like too much close enough, but um, I have watched like a good amount of episodes. I haven't like completed it. It mm-hmm. won't take me long to like watch it, but still like uh, I I uh, I know that JG Quintel like um wanted the show to take off like regular show did. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know that's okay. Uh, I remember when I was in Greece, like I binge watched close enough whenever I wasn't like out. Mm-hmm. I was always just like watching it back at my Airbnb that I was at. Um, so real quick, uh, hearing pops's uh, little sentiment about the park, it inspired me to write one about Chicago.
0: Did it actually?
1: Yeah, I I have the lyrics here and I was gonna recite it.
0: Okay, go for it. I'm I'm excited. <clears throat> so,
1: it's in the same tune as Pops' Little Thing. Okay. Why this is Chicago, the place where we live. There's cars, there's people, there's so much it gives. The big concrete jungle, northeast Illinois. Why this is Chicago? Good show, old boy. Oh. While yes, there is violence and murders and crime, and thanks to Lightfoot, public transits declined. It's crazy expensive, financial destroy, yet this is Chicago. Good show, old boy.
0: My God.
1: (laughs) Enjoy deep dish pizzas or chocolate cake shake, or take a nice stroll down to Michigan Lake. So let's ride the L train, but redline avoid, because this is Chicago. Good show, old boy. Uh. (laughs) The end. That's pretty
0: good (laughs) <laughs> That's so good. It's so good.
1: I, you know, I literally I, like wrote that at work.
0: I I want now. I kind of want to uh, see if any other uh, fans, if you can write we out, should like
1: um make one for like uh playing field where we went to high school or something like that.
0: Oh no, that there'd be 2 It'd be a long, long song.
1: Talk about cornfields and trains and shit like that.
0: And the and girl getting fucked by the dog. Dog. <laughs> I like how we both immediately thought of that. No, oh because it stood out. I mean, she did stood out. Ah, uh, gosh. So, uh, wait, hold on. My mom's calling me before she says something. Oh, okay. good. Be back.
1: B R B. So, hello to the people on my end. Um, yeah, wrap it up. Uh, as I was saying before. I really love uh Post Malone and like Lil Pump and um, uh I think it was actually a year ago where Tyler uh, uh his his new album came out. Calm if you get lost. Have you guys listened to it? I really like Head. It's like a really like like a powerful track and uh, it's it's like a good hype song. And it's cool that uh that Tyler got into this episode and they kind of mod- modeled his character after him. Uh I also really like Childress Gambino. I haven't listened to him as much as I have Tyler. You know, I feel like I want to there there was a phase where I did listen to like a lot of rappers. Um and I just had like a huge list of like people and I put them on shuffle and uh and I really like the music, so I um I want to get into it more. Uh so if you have any like good rappers that uh that you suggest, then please send it to our Twitter which is at excellent pod I have a list of rappers that I wanted to get into um Eminem I mean I did meet him today at work so obviously no I I, I am familiar with Eminem's music I just I don't like listen to him regularly but oh I want to listen to more uh, I feel like Mac Miller have you listened to Mac Miller Josh uh yeah I have I was looking through this old list um, of like rappers that I like had wanted to get into um mm-hmm. So, we, we had talked about our favorite rappers, like, who we personally listen to, yep. but if you were to make a Mount Rushmore of the four most influential rappers <sighs> of all time, who would it be? So, not so much of, like, who your personal favorites are, but, like, for, like, a rap culture in general, who's, like, the most deserving to get on there?
0: Uh, I'd put Dr. Dre up there. Yeah, valid. Uh, probably Eminem because what he did for white rappers. That's why there's so many yeah. of them nowadays. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of hard to pick two more because there's it, so many that, hard. there's, there's <laughs> so many that like not only changed, ooh, 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 ooh. Can I put NWA?
1: Uh, I'm not familiar
0: so way back in the day, that that was the group that Dr. Dre rolled with back in like, um, let's say the '90s, okay. maybe '80s, '90s. I forget, but yeah, uh, it it consisted of him, Ice Cube, Eazy-E. Uh, I think Yella, and then some two two other people. I forget who because. They to me they don't. It's gonna sound really bad. The the uh there's five of them. The last two that I can't name, I don't really remember. Back in like back in the day, not uh hip hop, was considered, angry and violent, and NWA yeah. was the, was the supposed cause of it. Because mm-hmm. it's
1: hard. Because I I'm torn too. Because I have mm. I have, I think I have like three people, but I'm stuck on like, more.
0: Mhm. Mm. I mean the last one I can just put on personal Bios is Childish Gambino because that's probably the one person I heard I've listened to the most and more consistently and even than then, anyone else.
1: Even then that's pretty valid. Mhm. So, if I had to put four rappers on Mountain Rushmore, I feel like I would put Tupac because oh. he um even yeah, so that that's what makes it so hard. Because like, even though he died young, mm-hmm. he in in his short career that he was a rapper, he did make a huge influence on this culture. Yeah, and I know I know that um, it's it's unfortunate that it's sort of become a thing where like a lot of rappers have started to uh like uh like die young. Like for example, just this past week, Takeoff uh, was, oh, was murdered. which Yeah. Is, so terrible, and I know that uh, Tupac was like sort of like the first rapper to like that, had like got like huge coverage to like be like killed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I would put Tupac on there. Notorious Big, mm-hmm. that was another very influential rapper that was there. Uh, Eminem deserves a spot up there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of like what you said, and then. I feel like I want to put someone that's like recent, because like, uh, rap culture has only gotten like more stronger, because like it kind of like um uh, it got like very like big, big in the '90s, mm-hmm. and uh, continued along in like the 2000s. But like now nowadays, it's like even like stronger than before, because like it's one of the main genres people listen to. Yeah. because um, I know that uh, rap culture was uh, originally um kind of centered around like uh, like black culture because they they are the people who created it and um it used to kind of be like uh only they listen to it but like over the years um uh, more people have like started to like appreciate the art and the music um and I know Post Malone has said like uh has talked about like being a white rapper and like what comes with it this and that but yeah so <clears throat> I feel like even though I freaking hate him like so much, Kanye West.
0: Oh fuck! You know what? That is a valid point. Uh, I was I was gonna point out. Me... Yeah, go. Uh, okay, I was gonna point out. You can name XXX Tentacion, Juice mm-hmm. World, um, shit, Kyle, Tyler the Creator, Chance the Rapper, fucking uh, Migos, uh. Uh, Ray Schremer, even though they're not together anymore. Uh oh, fuck. Who else? There's 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 so many that were like recent that uh have been <clears> doing rap for a long time but only recently have gotten blow that only recently blew up. When I say recently I mean like in the last like five years or so. Because
1: the people that I named like um Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. like they they influenced like the the '90s rap culture. Eminem mm-hmm. was more of like a 2000s and then like early 2010s, but mm-hmm. um, and but Kanye West was like he was the person that kind of took over the 2010s to recent times. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like what I have
0: is 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 fair. You know, it's valid. You know what? What about the female rappers? <sighs>
1: I am not super familiar with it. Um, not saying that I uh, only listen to uh, male rappers. It's just that I don't listen to too much rap in general. Mm-hmm. But hmm, I feel like uh, Megan Thee Stallion,
0: mm-hmm. She's
1: Nicki Minaj.
0: She's also
1: not bad. Uh, even though I also hate this person, Cardi B. God, I, sometimes and... I get
0: confused with the three that you were mentioning,
1: <laughs> and then also, uh, hold on, what was was um oh uh Doja Cat,
0: Doja ooh,
1: and ooh. all these people are like very like like Gen Z millennial people, so I'm kind of like not giving much representation to like the 90s two thousand, but again, yeah. like I don't listen to too much female rappers.
0: Mm. I was gonna say, like, uh, I think if you I think recently. Uh, a lot of rap artists have been sampling off of older uh songs, so yes. If if I remember correctly, Jack Harlow had one who sampled off of Fergalicious. Uh, I f- fuck. Mm-hmm. I, f- I forget who else. I forget who else, but the, the, there's been like two two or three that you can hear off of TikTok, very easily. Well.
1: This is all. This is good and everything. But we should get back to the episode. Yeah,
0: de- yeah, definitely. We're almost hitting an hour mark, and we're only halfway in. All right, so continue. Crew, crew shows up, and Tyler comes up and says, "Yo, is that F is he for real with that? You're gonna have to do better than that if you want to beat us tonight, you big headed loser." But pops, being positive, says like he compliments them still. Says yes, their rhymes are very clever. But it doesn't come from the heart. And then he turns over to Mordecai and Rigby and says, as long as we're true to ourselves, we can't lose. And then instantaneously pops just like, I guess, ADHDs. And here's an ice cream truck and runs over to it.
1: So this this is really tough. <laughs> the, I like the look that Mordecai and Rigby give because um, they like, put yourself in Mordecai and Rigby's shoes if I was where they were, I would be kind of concerned, too, because, like, Pops was giving his little, like, you know, their rhymes are good, but they're not doing it from the heart. But as long as we do that, we will win. Oh, look, at the ice cream truck. And then <laughs> Mordecai and Rigby just look at each other like, dude, we're not going to win this. And, like, I- I'm I'm honestly with them. They're not going to win if they keep doing this. But that kind of leads us into this next scene <clears throat> where It's at nighttime. The battle is like about to start, like probably like an hour or two before. And um, uh, Mordecai and Rigby walk into the uh, house kitchen. Uh, Skips is eating uh, uh, alphabet soup on the table. And then Mordecai says like, dude, we got to find a way to back out of the battle. And Rigby's like, yeah, man, I'm totally with you because those guys are going to destroy us. Pops comes in with a bag saying, Mordecai and Rigby, look, I have a surprise for you. Ta da! I made matching uniforms for tonight, and he pulls out these two fucking uniforms. They they look like they're from like the Shakespearean era, <laughs> where they it's like a sort of like a lime spinach green, and like the shoulders are puffy, and like it has like those weird like little like fluffy grills around the the neck and stuff.
0: What was even and, the point of those?
1: I I don't know, I guess because it fits the fucking poetry shit, but Mordecai (laughs) says, Pops, we can't do this. And then Pops is like, what do you mean? Mordecai's like, look, we're gonna lose. And Pops is like, no, the power of poetry will... But then Rigby cuts him off saying, dude, Pops, the power of poetry isn't even a thing. And Mordecai's like, come on, Pops, this is dumb. We should just back out. And then Pops is all like, well... I don't have that option. Those gentlemen called me a loser and I must set them straight. And then Mordecai, he kind of slips up. He's like, yeah, but what if they're right? Uh, I, I mean, and then Pop Ooh. starts to get upset. <sighs> he throws down the, the uniforms at their feet, saying like, fine, I'll do it your way. I'll do it your way. Oh! And he, he runs out of the room and um, Mordecai is like, No, Pops, that's not what I meant. Uh, Shoot. Uh, And then Rigby's like, man, I feel kind of bad. And Mordecai's like, I know, but Pops just doesn't get it. He turns to Skips, who obviously has been listening in on all this. He says, hey, I mean, Skips, you're not all into classical poetry, right? Skips, he's just kind of unbothered. He's like, eh, I enjoy haikus mostly. Rigby's like, Seriously? And Mordecai's like, okay, well, what are we supposed to do? Because if we dress up like idiots and go down to recite poetry, we're going to just be humiliated. Like, we're going to be losers for life. And then Skips takes a final bite. He, he says, I've lost my appetite. And he pushes his alphabet soup bowl over to them. And um, Mordecai and Rigby look inside of the alphabet soup. And there is a haiku that's inside of it that's written with the letters that says mordecai rigby friends don't let down other friends you guys are losers and then wait haiku kinda... is 575 right yeah uh so haikus are five syllables in the first and last line and then seven in the middle and okay. uh if you're not poetic no need to fret it haikus don't need to rhyme That's so it's a dumb. little reference from kind of funny in <laughs> review another podcast i like but anyways oh my god uh, um so Mordecai and Rigby, they kind of feel bad. They're like, ah, oh, Skips is right. And Rigby's like, man, Poetry's powerful stuff. Um, so I feel like I'm, how do you feel in this situation? Because I'm kind of indifferent.
0: <clears throat> um, If they, <sighs> it's hard. You're right, it is hard. Because cause the crew crew is pretty, pretty good. And yeah. I'd be doubtful as well, because how how is poetry going to, positive poetry more more or less, going to win a rap battle?
1: I mean, I'm going to keep it real, which you chief, it's not. <laughs>
0: it's, no, yeah, because that's not what the people want to hear.
1: So, okay, because, yes, I know this is important to Pops. But Mordecai is right. Pops doesn't really understand what he's putting himself up against. And yes, if they show up to the park in skimpy outfits and recite poetry in front of a rap crew, they are indeed going to get humiliated. So while I don't want Mordecai and Rigby to let Pops down, I don't exactly see them as like bad friends here. They're just trying to look out for Pops while also not wanting to embarrass themselves, you know. So I feel like it's valid, you know.
0: It is, but would you really want to, but you got to help a homie out. So,
1: it's it's not about, like, um, Mordecai and Rigby talking down on the power of poetry. It's about the reality, being like, dude, these guys are, like, some top ten rappers. You can't recite poetry in front of them, man. You're gonna, yeah. like, that's, what Mordecai and, and Rigby are saying is there's nothing that's, like, wrong with it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. So, Nothing wrong with it.
1: Yeah. But what ends up happening, um, Mordecai and Rigby, while, while they look at the uniforms, it's like thrown down on the ground. They start to hear the hip hop music in the distance, like revving up. We cut to uh, the uh, outside in like some like park cul-de-sac where <clears throat> Pops is going up solo in front of the entire crew crew. And you can tell that it's kind of rough. He starts to rap at them, uh, Mordecai and Rigby's way, saying, Your attitude is unappealing. Some would say quite rude. Your shoes are colorful. No. uh." And then he you could tell he's totally embarrassing himself. Uh, and then Childish Gambino claps back, saying, Come on, tough guy. Why are you tongue-tied? Watch out, everybody. Looks like Grandpa's about to cry. And then everyone starts laughing. And then Mordecai, out of nowhere, in the distance, completely surprising Pops, Mordecai says, weathering a righteous storm, the rainiest of days. Pops looks back over his shoulder saying, poetry? Rigby says, friends stick together through thick and thin always. Pops is like, oh, Mordecai and Rigby, you came. And then Mordecai and Rigby comfort Pops saying, we're sorry, Pops, we were acting like fools. We hope you can forgive us for being complete tools. Your poems aren't lame. They're really works of art. If we're going to win this battle, we're going to do it from the heart. And then Pop says, oh, thank goodness, because your way wasn't working at all. And then they all like hug it out and everything. And it's like a sweet moment between them. Um, so I had written down that uh, this was like uh, one, one Mordecai and of be kind of upset Pop's. It was mm-hmm. quite a big turn, not only in the episode, but with, like, the relationship between Mordecai, Rigby, and Pops. Because this is the first time where we have seen, like, Mordecai and Rigby, like, upset Pops. Yeah. And as we know, Pops is, like, kind of a sensitive soul. You got to be careful around him, you know? Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, there was that one time Mordecai <laughs> did see Pops naked.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like if if they've seen each other naked, they're, they could pretty much get through everything else because
0: yeah (laughs) i don't know if i mentioned this on this podcast before but i i've said it many times in the group chat and probably with our friends if if you guys catch me naked i'm not gonna be embarrassed or anything i'm just gonna let it happen because we're boys and we've known each other long enough for me to feel comfortable, like, I'm not going to pull it down willy-nilly. I'm just going to be like, if you, if, if I'm in a room naked and you walk in and you see a dangling, just know <laughs> I, I'm i not going to be like, oh, shit, you caught me. I'm going to cover up and be embarrassed. No, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? What, what do you want?
1: This next sequence is, like, pretty much all wrapped, so uh, looks like I'll be taking over. But if you have any notes in between, then feel free to chime in. I got um, you. So Charles Gambino says, like, all right, are we done with this or have y'all smartened up? And Mordecai gives uh, the guy, the, the DJ, I forgot his name, a little record. And Pops is like, let's do this. And he snaps his fingers. All the lights in the park go out. And it, it's like this little, like, R&B beat. But it, there's also, like, a harpsichord in the background. So it kind of gives, like, a little Pops touch to it. Everyone's all confused, but then a spotlight goes on pop, saying, Beauty is in the center of all that you see. Simple, yet complex, and fully textured. And beauty be a part of all that you be, for you are the best of rhymers that I've ever heard. And then, this entire sequence is pretty cool, because, like, every single thing that they, like, say gets visualized by, like, this big, like, beam of light in the sky. So... You could tell that the creators like had a fun time with this little sequence because they were this was kind of like a big like sandbox playground where they could do whatever they want with the art that's being shown on screen. You know, mm-hmm. surprisingly, the crowd is into it and they actually are like into pops, which I feel like if we're looking at this realistically, the crowd goers wouldn't be like so interested in this they would still be confused especially since the last time pops tried to recite poetry in front of everyone they kind of made fun of him but hey i guess if it's convenient for the plot then then here we go you know Uh the crowd is like getting all excited and then mordecai would be like oh yeah they're getting into it demolition who is voiced by mc light she says oh what Uh uh this is real now so she goes up to pop saying why are you talking about beauty, oh, man? You don't do you understand, understand what, that's what that's got to, got to do, do with, with you, you, you fool? You guys are like spoiled, you, 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 you you are like spoiled hams in a can to a bland exploration date overdue. overdue. Uh, the crowd goes, Oh, so that's an O for lunchtime. And then again, like the, the art is being visualized. So whatever they rap happens in real life. So for example, uh, MC Light just rapped about um, like a, a meat can overdue and then Rigby got trapped in like an imaginary meat can. It's easier if you like just watch the episode yourself. It's kind of hard to, like, explain it.
0: Explaining a vigil is hard.
1: Rigby jumps out saying, The canning of meat is quite a sweet treat. So thanks for comparing us, so. Your words are inspiring. Ideas so concrete, you really put on quite a show! And then the, uh, the word show comes out and, like, almost smashes MC Light. And then the crowd, once again, gives another O, and Skips is actually here to watch the battle. So that's cool. Um... And then the next rapper, who is Tyler, comes up saying, Okay, hold up. You want to you wanna talk words and verse, but your face is distracting so ugly it bugs me. Take care of that mess and sweep it under the rug, please. So trust me, you're the only one taking matters from bad to worse. Only solution is to turn around in reverse. And then Mordecai's head turns around backwards in reverse. But then Mordecai Big Brains is saying, A gift to us, a new perspective on things life's looking different from where you stand true so much to discover so spread your wings and take flight for a bird's eye view and then Ty- tyler like spawns some like wings on his back and he like can't control him, and he like flies into the abyss um and then that's when the big dog a uh, big alpha child gambino steps in he's like okay this be getting serious. You guys, the lyricists, are hearing this talking about positive things, but you got no game. And it's plain to see you're strange to me Cause we be shining like diamonds. Y'all be petty cash, nice mustache, Conco disador and the 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 in fact, what are you? A rat, a squirrel, some kind of fat meat cat who thinks he's rad. And look at that, your bird friend's dropping words absurd again. You spits a rhyme that exposed the nerd and him. And if you think alpha dog's gonna lie down and you win, your head be all inflated. I guess just like a giant blimp. Nailed it. Yeah. Good so job, man. You're doing great. Is, <laughs> I, uh, and I'm just gonna continue. Um. Pops head, turns into a blimp, and he starts to float away. But Mordecai catches him at the last second. The crowd is cheering. The stakes are up. Mordecai says, "Okay, Pops, you got this. Finish him off. You could do it." And then Pops kind of nods his head. He's like, "It's been some time since I've felt this way, challenged by such worthy opponents. Your rhyme scheme is good, but you're missing a few components. You may say things that hurt or somewhat that will sting, but for you, it's all just posturing." Look inside and be true to some real feelings, and the world will be yours, I'm assuring. So I thank you, good sirs, for this great contest. It's certainly been lots of fun, but there's nothing you can say that will put me to rest. So really, I've already won. And then there's this beam of light that explodes the entire area, making the entire crew-crew disappear, thus winning them the battle. And the crowd is cheering. Wow. Good job.
0: Wait, first, first, take a breather. Good job, man. You did great yeah. during that entire, Was it, two minutes?
1: Whew. I mean, I was a former theater kid that was obsessed with Hamilton, so I kind of have a little, you know, guns and <laughs> ship, my shot rap experience oh my, in my day. So,
0: would you consider Hamilton to be somewhat of a rap?
1: Uh, yes, it is. I mean, it is an R and B musical, and and it is rap. Like, uh, okay. if you like look at the sheet music, it's ra- it's written in rap notation. And hmm. um, if 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 you don't believe that Hamilton is rap, just listen to the beginning of Guns and
0: Ships, and yeah, you know. What about um in the heights? Because I know they have a bit in there.
1: Um, in the heights is a it's it's a mix of Latin and um. Uh rap as well like uh hold on there's this one verse from in the heights where it's like um how does it go like oh. bartender let me get an emerald to sell for the us flower how are you so pretty you know you need you need me you complete me madly deeply let's get freaky oh i get it you're the strongest island type well i'm the caribbean island type and i could watch you while all night so i digress say something so i don't stress no habla ingles yes something like that i don't know
0: I'll be honest, after watching that movie, I re- that's, like, one of my, I guess, top 20.
1: I, I, I love In the Heights. In the Heights is, like, probably my favorite musical. So fi- finish off the episode, because I just went on.
0: I got you. So, after the the explosion happens, the crowd gets up and starts cheering and gathering around Pops. They lift him up. Pops yells, yells out that, that they won. Rigby... Only cares that they are not losers anymore. God, that was exhilarating. Thank you for standing by me. The power of poetry is nothing compared to the power of friendship. Mordecai and Rigby say like, yeah, no problem, Pops. And that they're just glad that no one can call them losers anymore. But then Muscle Man from a distance yells out to them like, Hey losers, where'd you get those outfits? My mom's closet. Mordecai uh says we should probably cha- get our go change our clothes and thus cutting the black and <sighs> ending the episode
1: of course that the classic like little comedic ending it's a regular show
0: do you know what um i had a I had a note about that specific scene that little last bit Mordecai says they gotta get their clothes changed, but Mordecai and Rigby don't uh, own any clothes; they walk around naked
1: oh. Yeah, they do walk around naked. What the heck?
0: But, yeah, that's f- yeah, cartoon logic. Cartoon logic. Uh,
1: before we start lunchtime, I have to pee so bad.
0: Yeah, go for it. I'll be right back. All right. So, audience, you're left with me for a little bit. How are you guys liking this season so far? I think this season's actually really is going really well. Season season one, it was all right, choppy a bit. And when I'm talking about season, I'm talking about like the podcast itself. For me, for me, season one, it was all right. Choppy a bit because uh, we were just starting out. We were getting our, our footing. Season two, uh, probably the most consistent we ever were. But even though it took about a year to get through 26-something episodes or 20-something episodes, we still managed to get through it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty damn... Season 2 was pretty good. Season 3, it it has been taking a lot slower. I'm not going to lie to you. Season 3 what? I'm talking about um, my feelings towards, like, how the seasons of our podcast is going. I, I told him that, like, season 1 was all right because we were just starting out. Like, we were getting our footing. And I said season 2, mm. we were the most consistent somehow. And then this season uh it's we're slow but that's fine because there's there's a lot of things happening
1: so it's it's just like a little like hard for like current times in season three because back in season one and two we were in school or at least like the both of us were Mm -hmm. and we had the same schedule every single week yeah um so we were able to record at the same time every single week but me my work schedule like i work at a place where like the schedule is like random like they make you have different shifts every week so i don't have the same hours yeah and stuff so we just try to record when we can Mm -hmm. um which can which can be hard at times but for the most part we've been able to to sort of like make it through so that's good
0: exactly we're and we're technically 10 episodes in so we're we're doing fine we're doing fine
1: we we are already at a better pace than we were with season two so that's good
0: it only gets better from here jason
1: it does so without further ado let's get into lunchtime. lunchtime lunchtime It's lunchtime. If you don't know what lunchtime is, I don't know how you don't. But this is the uh, the little ending part to the the show, where after we watch the episode, we go through little episode like statistics, like for example, how many O's and Hms were said in the episode. Uh, if there were any like '80s references, because there's a lot of them in in regular show. Uh, If there were any, like, real-life songs, because Regular Show uses those every now and then. Uh, If we thought the episode was a skip or a must-watch. And then, finally, if we thought it was a good or a bad episode of Regular Show.
0: Mm -hmm. And we started off with this simple question. Who do you think the protagonist of this episode was? uh,
1: I feel like the protagonist was Mordecai and Rigby. And you could also throw Pops in there.
0: I mean, eh, yeah. The
1: reason I say I, because I mean, the reason I say Mordecai and Rigby first is like, cause like they were kind of the people who you like were feeling like, like worried about, yeah. cause it was like kind of like their battle that they mm-hmm. had to deal with. But at the end, because they all banded together, you could throw yeah. Pops in there.
0: So then, they're, they're clearly, we have an antagonist of this episode. But for those who weren't paying attention, who were they? It was the legendary crew, crew. Crew led by D- D- Donald Glover. Ty- Ty- I'd say Tyler the Creator. Yeah. So that. Uh, how many O's and Hms were in this episode? Because I know I missed two. <clears throat>
1: um. There were six O's and zero hmms. I originally mixed, missed one of the O's, but I made sure to add it in. So yeah, six O's and
0: zero hmms. Yeah, I missed two. I definitely missed two. <clears> That's <clears> alright. <throat> Uh, were there any adult jokes that you spotted within this episode? Uh, no adult jokes in this one. No. Any iconic mm-hmm. regular show moments?
1: Um, pops, Mordecai, and Rigby hugging in the park because that is the thumbnail to Regular Show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I also wrote, uh, probably the rap battle. Yeah.
0: Cause I I was gonna say because, uh, the rap battles if you see a compilation of regular show moments uh the the two rap battles that happened in this episode are definitely on there yeah uh were there any yeah were there any real music played during the episode so no
1: IRL songs but all of the raps and verses were written originally for this episode and from what i know uh, I believe that Tyler and um, Donald Glover, when they hopped onto the show, uh, the verses that were heard in the final draft were like their writing. Yeah. So they were able to like write it, write their own verses, which is pretty cool.
0: Imagine if Tyler the Creator could just have like free reign of how they were gonna roast the fuck out of pots, Mordecai, and Rigby. Like, do you know how many, um, how much, how much censors it would there would be?
1: That's awesome. That kind of reminds me of uh, the epic rap battles of history of um, when uh, when Snoop Dogg. It was like Moses yes. versus Santa Claus, Yes. and Snoop Dogg played. Uh, you could tell that uh, from like Snoop Dogg's style and how he usually rapped, like that he wrote his own lyrics. He's like, "When I was high on the mountain, God revealed the truth of the earth, but he never mentioned a fat ass Papa Smurf." <laughs> and it's it's awesome, you know.
0: That's good
1: what are some of your favorite Epic Rap Battles of Histories?
0: Oh, I, one that stands out to me the, the most, maybe it's biased, but Mitt Romney versus Barack Obama.
1: That, I believe that is one of the, the most like famous ones. Yeah. Um, my favorite one is Harry Potter versus, versus Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I kid you not. Like I've probably listened to that at least over a hundred times. Uh, that little diss track I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It was that backing track that I wrote it. Oh into. my god.
0: Um, there was Santa Claus and Moses or G- Moses. Moses, yeah. Uh, the Ninja Turtles versus the Renaissance artists. That one was funny. Actually, here. I made a ranking
1: list way back in the day of all my favorite rap battles. Oh, God. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. We're taking a quick pause mm-hmm. here. See see if you like approve of it. So my top five favorite uh, epic rap battles. Number five is Ash Ketchum versus Charles Darwin. Hmm. Number four is Trump versus Biden. Never have seen it. Number three. You haven't? Oh, you have to watch it. It's good. <laughs> Number 3 oh. is Gordon Ramsay versus Julia Child. Number 2 is Trump versus Hillary, which is one of the most famous ones. Mm. And then Harry versus Luke Skywalker.
0: I've seen Gandhi versus MOK. That was good.
1: I that that is such a good episode. The only thing wrong with it is that it's short.
0: Yeah. Um Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, that one I remember. Mm-hmm. Batman and Sherlock Holmes. I think I've seen Michael Jackson and Elvis.
1: I like that one because, like, they kind of, like, grow up throughout the battle.
0: So then how would you rate this based off of your memory?
1: Uh, I gave this a five. I loved this episode. I remember um, at the lunch table when after this episode came out, like, Joe Byrne, remember <laughs> our friend Joe Byrne? Yeah. He went through, like, this short phase where he, like, was super interested in rap. And it was because of this episode. He's like, it's just so cool. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so this episode is definitely a five. And considering the fact that it features like MC light, Chargers Gambino and Tyler, come on. You know? I,
0: yeah. I was going to say like that, that's the reason why it's a five for me as well. So then what, would you say? Yeah. This is a skip or a must watch.
1: Um, I would say that this is obviously a must watch episode. I
0: would also say this is a must watch episode. No bias, but just, just because it, it it's a really fun episode and that it would get you, into like trying to make your own raps for about a week and then give up.
1: Obviously, that means that we both thought this was a good episode.
0: Yes, we both we both agree that it is a really good episode.
1: So in the end, we have eighty two O's and forty one H's in the entirety of regular show, which is pretty big. I
0: said I said it last time. I'll say it again. Uh, th- the O's are gonna break a hundred by at least by the end of this season
1: oh by far yeah definitely I agree
0: mm-hmm. and then probably hmm, by 80 yeah uh yeah fair yeah.
1: yeah this episode was like really cool and uh the fact that they uh, like I said they got like Tyler and like uh Donald Glover in it it's super awesome i, I love I know that regular show doesn't have like too many like celebrity guests so for this to happen was super awesome
0: mm-hmm I enjoyed it so much. I, I anyone who probably likes uh, hip hop or rap music in general will probably enjoy this.
1: Yes, definitely. You know how we rank every single episode uh, in regular show at the end of the season. Yeah. I'm not gonna give like too many spoilers, especially since it's not happening for a long time. But this episode is really near the top for me. I gotta say. Yeah,
0: it's. I, I agree with you. Like this is this is up there. There's a reason why it's a must watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, you could follow us on Twitter, which is at and You could find out what we are doing when we're not recording. Uh, real quick, before we end, I want to give some fan shout outs. A word? If you did not know, you could email us toll free at theexcellentpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I actually did not have access to it for it quite a long time and i only uh, was able to log back into it uh the other day and i found a couple emails in there from some fans and it was really awesome to see so we are going to uh read through some emails because uh, it's super cool uh the first one is from page Paige wrote us in a really kind email saying, hello, governors, Uh, love the podcast, (laughs) love the podcast currently on the free cake episode. Oh, and by the way, this was sent all the way back in January 26th of 2022. So this (laughs) this kind of goes to show how like I, I just didn't have access to the account. So massive apologies, which I which I ended up I replied to them saying that so but they said i've always loved a regular show and it's super cool to hear other people nerd out about it too you guys are a big inspiration of diy podcasting and just hearing you guys do what you do sounds like a ton of fun uh they then went on to say now that my lunch time is out of the way i noticed you guys missed two hums and just set up the chairs huh oh my
0: god no we're not going we're, actually i kind of want to go
1: back now uh, I'm definitely going to go back She says that It happens when Rigby is trying to unlock the door lazily Mordecai thinks he's lying about it being locked When he finds out it is locked Rigby goes hmm hmm Also right after during the arcade scene Rigby bets Mordecai to a gaming bet And Mordecai also goes hmm hmm Um, I don't know if anyone else has said anything yet But you better add two to that count if not (laughs) Uh, Not sure if that would count as two separate But really close scenes uh so yes, I agree. Like I-, I ended up replying to Paige saying like uh well first of all, massive apologies for being so late on this reply. You sent this when I was still in the UK, but um me and Josh were worried that we were gonna miss an, uh one of these things eventually. So it's good that we have some awesome fans to uh look over it. Um but then Paige ended their message by saying, Keep going, don't let this podcast die. Jolly good show. Much love, Paige. Oh,
0: thanks, Paige. Also, this kind of shows yeah, that thanks um, so much. that that season one was kinda choppy for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like like we were saying, you know, that we were still finding our footing back then. We have another fan email, uh, from someone named Asa or Asa. It's the name is spelled A S A. I'm not sure. I think it's Asa. Yeah, Asa. Let's go with Asa. So Asa wrote, Hey Josh and Jason, I just wanted to take a minute and share my appreciation. I'm a huge regular show fan myself and I'm so thankful for discovering your podcast. Oh, That's very sweet. Um, and then they wrote, Perhaps the best part is similar- similarly how you two can see yourselves when you watch regular show. Hearing you guys talk about your personal experiences reminds me of my own with my friends and family. LOL, sometimes I catch myself about to chime in with a story of my own. And then I remember I'm listening to a podcast, haha. So again, super appreciate what you guys do. Definitely enhances my enjoyment of regular show. In fact, has greatly inspired me with the TV show that I'm writing. I want mine to be so good that y'all will want to do a podcast breaking it down too. Sincerely, I wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you, thank you. And um, and then this cool little section, they said, feel free to ignore this. Uh, I just want to shout out my brother, Shane, who introduced me to a regular show in the first place and giving me his HBO Max account just so I could watch it. Seeing that y'all are fans of TikTok, y'all should really check him out as he's blowing up. Uh, so shout out to Shane. Um, his TikTok is Shane's Nelson. That's S-H-A-N-E-S. N e l s o n, and you just earned yourself a follow on the Excellent Podcast TikTok. So there you go. Also, uh, <clears throat> this person said if you guys ever need music for the podcast, check me out on Spotify. If you want to check out that music, uh, it is Dumb Fox on Ooh, Spotify. I'll, I'll
0: mm. Look them up right now.
1: Yeah, dumb. I I I listened to Dumb Fox. Uh, dumb Fox's EP. It is really good.
0: Uh, capital and, um, D actually, or lowercase D?
1: Uh, it, it, I don't think it matters. Okay. Um, but I I responded back saying uh being like uh well first yeah sorry for the late response we just got access back so I'm just now seeing this I basically said like yeah thanks so much for your kind of words on the show we're happy you could provide a distraction for you and um it's I, I I like that that's why I like being a creator because you get to um get feedback like this. Uh, The best part of, like, being a digital creator is, like, knowing that there are people out there who, like, consume your content and, like, uh, find joy in it. And I especially like it whenever people say that uh, they're going through, like, tough times. And then uh, it's, like, our podcast that, like, helps them get through those tough times. You know, it's always special.
0: It, It makes me feel good, too. So.
1: Uh so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. If again if you now that we have our email back, you could email us toll free at the excellent podcast at gmail.com. I will say that uh if you want to get into contact with us uh like the fastest, the best way to do that is on our Twitter, which is at Excellent pod, And that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I good mean, episode. G-
0: great episode. I'm watching Wakanda forever tomorrow. <laughs> Uh,
1: I'm seeing that on Saturday. Also, as you guys know, every single time there's a new Marvel movie, we give a review on the show. So being that we are both going to see Wakanda forever soon, stay tuned for the next episode and we will be giving our full review for that. So get excited. Follow the podcast. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, this and that. Thanks for listening. That's pretty much all we got. And we will see you guys in the next episode.